Hello, I'm Kristen Pleasanton, Deputy Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. With me in the studio is Lorraine Dion, Director of Public Relations and Special Events at the Kent County Tourism Office. Lorraine, welcome to Delaware State of the Arts. Thanks, Kristen. It's great to be here. Now, Kent County Tourism is a very active um, organization that's promoting the arts, um, sports, any kind of events and happenings in Kent County. So could you describe a little bit about what your office does? I certainly can. Um, We're basically, you know, um, a nonprofit organization, and our role is to um, generate um, overnights to the hotels in Kent County, provide um, excellent visitor experiences for our visitors to the area, and um, encourage return stays. And we do this by promoting our assets, which are the arts and our history and our events. And there are lots of um, organizations that you promote that do um, provide arts. Um, So can you talk a little bit about um, some of the promotional activities that you're involved with? Yeah, I'd be glad to. Um, First of all, community partnership is really important um, in Kent County to get visitors there. And we partner with numerous um, arts organizations statewide. I mean, we work with the Delaware Division of the Arts, um, Delaware Arts Alliance, uh, local arts groups like the Misspillion Art League, the Dover Art League, um, many individual artists. places like venues like the Schwartz Center for the Arts and uh, we love to cross market and um, promote each other but overall we try to see the bigger picture where everything fits in together and we can provide this ultimate experience like come and shop downtown go to the theater um, go to an art exhibit stay overnight and please come back. Right Um, it's great to to integrate the different experiences, um, because I know a lot of visitors aren't just looking for one thing to do, right? They certainly aren't, and our demographics um, show that the majority of visitors to King County, um, although many come to the NASCAR events and the, a lot of the, um, you know, Firefly, a lot of the festivals like that, many of our visitors are heritage and cultural tourism visitors that um, per person, they, they spend more um, money um, than any, you know, one else in the travel industry. So for us, we need to provide them with more than one experience while they're here. Mm-hmm. And can you give an idea about how much a visitor, like what's, is there an average amount that a visitor might spend who's spending the night here in Kent County? Yes, there actually is. And um, the state of Delaware Tourism Office has the most current and accurate figures, but um, I will try to do the best of my ability to recollect right now, but I would say um, per person per night is probably about a hundred dollars oh, in wow. in Kent County. I mean, that's on top of already like your hotel room and what you what you are paying to to say to go to the theater that night or mm-hmm. something. So this is just like extra, you know, extra uh, purchases while mm-hmm. you're here. Mm-hmm. And I think that one great thing about Delaware too is a visitor could see the whole state in a weekend if they went, or at least travel the state in a weekend. Seeing something in in Wilmington one night, the next day go to the beach and end maybe at Kent County at a show or something. Um, they certainly could because the whole state is only ninety, you know, ninety six miles long with three counties. And what we do at Kent County is we work with our colleagues in Newcastle County and also in Sussex County and. Um, 
put together itineraries for visitors as well as travel writers. So we get mm-hmm. some great articles. So you can go statewide. I mean, for example, we did, um, you know, one um, last year where we worked with Newcastle County. It was a three-day tour about the Underground Railroad. Mm. So, um, and we've done it with the arts with, you know, Southern Delaware. So it is quite possible to provide people with a great experience statewide. Yeah. And Kent County has been um, this site of some exciting major events that have started to to create this whole music um, atmosphere in Kent County. So do you want to talk a little yeah, bit about Yeah, we're those? calling ourselves the East Coast music capital, you know, of the world. We're like, That's we're really right. excited. I mean, I mean, we're at Firefly Festival, which I'm sure by now everyone everyone is um, heard of. But um, last year, 80,000 people came four days. Um, this year, uh, 90,000 are expected and the study last year showed it brought 68 million dollars into the economy for King County but with that being said there are two major um, country music festivals also this summer uh, one in Dover Downs and one at Harrington then on top of um, the great music that the Delaware State Fair has always brought in for years mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. and people are actually not only coming from all across the country but all across the world I mean so it's very exciting um, it brings a lot of people to Delaware that might not, um, you know, have come before sure. and that will return. So it's excellent. And I, I believe that Firefly did a lot of research before choosing Dover as their site just because it is a nice location that is accessible from lots of major areas. Is that right? That is correct. And um, yeah, it's easily accessible. And um, there are a lot of great partners here. Like when you think, for example, when you're at Firefly, they're partnering with Dogfish Head Brewery. I mean, there right. are a lot of um, really other extra entities that are very unique and special to Delaware that um, they're getting their name out there with partnering to fire, with Firefly. Mm-hmm. And I think that that example sort of set the stage for these other music festivals to, to come to town. Oh, I did. They did. And I think um, oh, there is something happening all the time, in, not only in King County, but in Delaware. I mm-hmm. mean, it's an exciting place to be for the arts and for, you know, history. Yes, sure is. Um, so let's talk about your job as the Director of Public Relations and Special Events. What is involved in that? It sounds like a really busy job. <laughs> it is a really busy job. We we have um, a staff of, like, I, we say four and a half people, <laughs> four full-time, one part-time, because most tourism entities do not plan special events. And ours have sort of been grandfathered into our organization. So um, my job is I plan events and coordinate, um, for example, example, uh, it'll be next year, the 83rd annual Dover Days Festival, which is a three-day event this year. Um, 55,000 people came to that wow. event. And we continually add more activities. We've generated a lot of group tours overnight. So my job is to oversee and put all those pieces together, as well as we raise the money for the events uh, that we um, we put on, too. Um, so uh, 20 years ago, City Dover, more than 20, said please, you know, help continue this event and make it bigger, which we did. We also do um, the annual Amish Country Bike Tour. It's not, you know, arts related, but it's in its 29th year. Last year, 2,800 people came, making it the largest cycling event in the state of Delaware. My job is to plan that. And um, luckily for us last year, too, not only does it bring people in from all across the country, one of our local um, arts businesses, Park Green Galleries, put together um, a beautiful exhibit 
exhibit and lecture program, and I want to say Delaware Division of the Arts may have been a part of that, but um, um, focusing on the Amish countryside um, of west of Dover, the cycling, and so it extended what is a one-day event to like a two- or three-day event. Um, Mm -hmm. So um, my job is the Amish Country Bike Tour, and we also um, proudly promote the um, Delaware Wine and Beer Festival, uh, which is going into its sixth year. And we are probably the only, um, it's the only festival that incorporates all of the um, state, the breweries, wineries, distilleries. We have several meteries coming in. Um, We focus on a lot of local artisans are invited to that event as well. And uh, the past several years, it's been held at the Delaware Agricultural Museum and Village in the 19th century historic village um, as part of the museum. So for us, not only does it bring our local craft breweries and wineries, but we've got the arts involved. We've got a, a beautiful museum involved. We've, you know, and mm-hmm. we're focusing on our history trail. So that's what I do. And I love doing that. I also take travel writers around. I mm. try to generate itineraries for them, encourage stories um, um, to write about our region. And then, of course, um, we promote and market it out to all the uh, major metropolitan um, areas. So, um, And all of our jobs at our organization overlap. So right. um, that's it in a nutshell. It's exciting. Yeah, and I do know... Um uh, from doing some of these events and being a part of them that there's always music. Um, there always are visual music. artists. Um, so there are um, opportunities for artists to be um, to gain exposure of their work Certainly. and um, at most of these events. Yeah, if they if people want to know that, I mean, they can find us at visitdover.com. Any, you know, artists mm-hmm. or artisans interest, if any of this sounds interesting and they'd like to talk about more and how they could become involved, we'd be happy to discuss it. That's great. Um, and um, so what is the timeline for these events? I know that Dover Days is in May. That's right. It's um, always the uh, first weekend in May, and we've already had several meetings for Dover Days of next year. (laughs) Next year, it's 7th, 8th, and um, 10th, which on Sunday happens to be Mother's Day. So we'll have to see, I know, what we can, um, you know, do with that. Right. Um, The Amish Country Bike Tour is always the Saturday after Labor Day, whatever, you know, that date falls. And uh, the Delaware Wine and Beer Festival... um, this year is October 17th, and it has a tendency to be the third Sunday of the uh, month. Um, okay. But that may vary. We are trying – we try to move that um, event um, to different venues in Kent County so people can see the other beautiful things there. Um, oh, great. Yeah. And um, I know that these beer and wine festivals and, and – you know, they've been gaining in number and in popularity yes. because Delaware is, has a really growing um, agribusiness in that area. Oh, most definitely. And um, particularly in Kent County, we now have um, six, it'll be six, uh, we call it the Good Libations Tour. We have three breweries, two wineries, distillery, and we'll have a meadery. And they're all within like 23 miles of each other. <laughs> And so when you think about it, we're, they're all promoting each other. So, for example, the local distillery in Smyrna is using honey from a local beekeeper. Mm. They are buying strawberries from a local farm. They're working with a cranberry farmer down the street to make cranberry vodka. They're also housed in a 
a beautifully restored historic theater in a little tiny downtown that is now right. experiencing a revitalization. So talk about everything being connected. It, it's phenomenal. And their artwork on their labels. I'm just going to point out the painted stave in Smyrna, for sure. example, the d- distillery. Not only was it restored, but they left the... Um, Original theater sconces on the walls, which it was amazing. The original floors. They've incorporated an art gallery in there yes, for local have. artists to exhibit. It's a venue that you can also rent out. They have bottling parties where you can actually sign up. They advertise at Facebook and um, Twitter, all social media, where you can help bottle the product and you can sign the label this is like awesome and um and their labels are taken from local you know historical um um sites major attractions i mean there's always a play on words with their labels so when you think about it everyone is it's great that i don't know if now is the time or if it's all coming together but milford is experiencing the same thing with their little mini arts district down there it took many years to get it going but You've got the environment, art, beautiful local restaurants, uh, and a brewery down there too, and they all work together, and um, everyone is 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 being promoted. It's excellent. Yeah, that is wonderful. I want to take a minute to remind our listeners that you're tuned into News Radio fourteen fifty WILM and fourteen ten WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. Today, I'm talking with Lorraine Dion. Director of Public Relations and Special Events at the Kent County Tourism Office. We were just talking about um, some of the the towns in Kent County and how they've really um, been experiencing these these great rebirths that are involving mm-hmm. um, wineries, restaurants, the arts. Um, so we were just touching on Milford. Yeah, Milford's done um, some beautiful art galleries down there. Um, they now have two bed and breakfasts. You've got the Mispillion River Walk um, right through the center of town. So you can walk along the river. You can go kayaking. You can go canoeing. Um, uh, the, several of the restaurants do farm to table. They all have beautiful art exhibits in there. Right. I mean, and the Mispillion um Art League down there is in their um, location downtown. Um, they do some beautiful exhibits and workshops. We have the um, the Riverfront Theater downtown, not right. only showing plays, but um, uh, movies on, you know, classic films on Friday and Saturday nights. And on Friday nights, they're in Spanish, which I think is really pretty awesome. Right. We have the Delaware Music School there. You've got two bakeries right on Main Street. I mean, it is a perfect walkable um, um town and it took many years to get that way with a lot people think it happens overnight but it took a lot of hard work with a lot of partners to do that um Smyrna's experiencing that right now as well and I mean and Dover's on its way too. the mm-hmm. Schwartz Center um is doing some phenomenal programming right now yes. and um the center of town and um we're all part of I, I don't well I know I think Kristen you're aware of this is the Eat Drink and Buy Art Initiative mm-hmm. you know that um, the Eastern Shore and um, so it's been wonderful to be work to be able to work with these um, little towns in Maryland to so we can promote the arts regionally right yeah I mean right. and history and we have the same thing um, Delaware is now part of the Atlantic Vintage um, Wine Region oh and um, which is 
um, part of Maryland, um, part of Pennsylvania, and southern um, New Jersey because they say the area, the whole area, the climate and the soil, it's kind of like the way it was in Bordeaux, France. Oh. And so they're looking at this as being the next Sonoma. So we are part of their region and our wineries, Nassau Valley is in there, you know, the Harvest Ridge, Pisadilly. Um, so they're all promoting themselves and all of it. And, you know, the arts is not separate from that. It's all right. connected. So. Right. Well, I, that's the that's the best way, I think, to view anything is that it's not these little separate entities but everyone is working together everyone's promoting each other and it's a whole package um, and I'm sure all these exciting new things make your job even more interesting. It does. It makes us busier, which we like. It does <laughs> because we have something to market and right. package to people like, you know, in, in D.C., New York. Most of our visitors come from D.C., um, Pennsylvania, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, some, a lot from Florida, too, which is, you know, kind of amazing. So when we advertise and market our region, it gives a lot uh, to package together or to get travel writers interested so we can with so many wonderful experiences we can um aim for um demographics that include you know baby boomers young professionals families you know a lot of great things for families so we can say where can you drive on a tank of gas to get here but you know if you're coming from north carolina this is what you can do for three days up here right. or four days or your week um we also can market for you know conventions and meetings to to get them to book here because we have a lot of things for people to do you know group tours so yeah it does make my job easier right now, Dover Days, I believe, is is your biggest event that you produce. Is that correct? It is. Um, yes, I think I mentioned last, this past year in May, fifty five thousand people came to it. It's a That's three day amazing. event. So talk about the the arts that um, you've incorporated into that event. Well, what we've um, tried to do with Dover Days, we do um, for people that haven't been there, it basically started as a home and, you know, and garden tour back in 1933. So there's a lot of emphasis on Dover Days on um, the colonial era of Dover. So you still can see traditional maypole dancing, one of the largest, you know, costume parades with the governor's grand marshal in a carriage. So we have a lot of, um, things that focus on colonial activities. But we go all the way through contemporary times. So that way we incorporate, um, we'll do plein air art um, mm-hmm. festivals um, um, as part of Dover Days. Uh, we, um, the Biggs Museum of American Art, Decorative Arts, is heavily involved in Dover Days. We also do the forgotten arts. We will have um, artisans who come and demonstrate, you know, weaving and um, bobbin lace making and things that people, you know, have uh, forgotten about. Mm -hmm. Um, We uh, incorporate um, a lot of contemporary arts in the sense that we offer a lot of um, plays and music Mm -hmm. and things like that. And if it's a special year, um, like we want to highlight the three uh, several years ago we focused on the 330th anniversary of William Penn laying out the city of Dover so we brought in the American Historical Theater a week ahead of time mm. we have um, a, so what we will do is try to do many um, activities and events related to the arts and history the week leading up to Dover days um, this year interesting enough so the 
the coming year, in 2016, the extra activities we are going to add are going to be related. Um, our community partners got together with King County Tourism, and we determined that it's going to be historic preservation. Mm. And we are doing it because 2016 will be the 50th anniversary of the um, passing of the um, National Historic Preservation Act, which is really critical to every state and also to Dover because not only are you promoting, we'll be able to promote our history and our architecture and the importance of preserving it, but with the Biggs Museum and the library and all our community partners, we can focus on the preservation of of their areas, which will also include the visual arts. Mm. Um, And I can see a lot of great things, you know, happening with this topic that are going to involve more arts, um, preserving, you know, particular pieces of music and just Mm. not like things in a collection, Um, you know, what it takes to preserve a um, a beautiful painting at the big. So Mm. I I see that's going to bring a whole different focus um, on the Mm -hmm. arts this coming year. And I know you usually kick off on, is it Friday night, with the Dover Symphony? We have had the Dover Symphony in the past, and we'll see, you know, what will happen next year. But, yeah, definitely there's always a big um, musical aspect to Friday night of Dover Days, a musical component, fireworks, which in my mind are even better than the 4th of July fireworks. (laughs) I mean, um, you know, we'll be involving the Schwartz Center for the Arts. You know, um, it's also... um, the a Friday night art loop in Dover. So everything connected Friday night of Dover Days is is with the visual and performing arts. And then um, then we go right into sat, you know Saturday and Sunday. Um, I would like for you once again to give your website and talk about um, a couple ways people can find out about your information. Our website um, is visitdover.com, and you can go there to see our calendar of events, what's coming up. Um, even if you're interested, we have stuff out there already, you know, about 2016 Dover Days, our beer and wine festival, other things. So it's particular if you're an artisan or artist, you know, all of our contact information is, is out there. Um, if you want to talk in person, it's 302-734-4888. And um, since I'm Lorraine, you can email me at ldion at visitdover.com. But we're all over. Um, we have a Facebook page for, you know, um, the Delaware Capital Region. We have a Twitter. Our handle is um, Delaware Capital. We also have Facebook pages for every event we have. So you can find us. Great. And you can also sign up for your newsletters and email blasts. I'm sure there as well. We've come to the end of our time, and I'd like to thank Lorraine Dion of Kent County Tourism. Thanks for joining us today. It's been great, Kristen.